You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. Praise the Lord for that. That was good. They weren't sure what song they were going to sing, so they jumped around a little bit and switched songs back and forth there. Uh, no, that was great. All right, keep your Bibles out. Colossians chapter number 2. Colossians 2 and verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. The Apostle Paul here is the penman of this passage of Scripture. And as he tells us in the first verse of the chapter, he's concerned about the, uh, the people that were in Colossae. He was concerned about the people that were uh, in the city of Laodicea. Now, uh, with that, uh, on Wednesday nights, we're studying Revelation, and we are in the seven churches of Laodicea. Uh, but look back at verse number 1 of Colossians 2. It says, For I would have you... For I would that ye know what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea uh, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. And the Apostle Paul was, uh, was, was, he was concerned about the, these churches. He was concerned about these people and he didn't want them to fail. He didn't want them to fall. You know, when I was younger and uh, grew up in Washington State, and we we had we had trees all around us. We, we would leave the house uh, as after we moved out to the country. We'd go out uh, in the morning during the summer. It'd be seven o'clock in the morning. And we'd take off, and we wouldn't come home till after dark. We would just be in the woods uh, all day long, and so it was it was a lot of fun. We would spend so much time out in the woods. One thing that you would see after storms is those big fir trees, there would be many of them that would be blown over. And those fir trees, though they were as tall as could be, 100, 150 feet tall, these trees would be there, and then there was a storm. You would have some of those trees that would be pushed over. And the root systems on those trees, they were very wide. And you would have this crater. You would have this huge tree, uh, just that root bed that would be sticking up in the air. And you would have this crater right behind them. Uh, we'd have all kinds of fights and whatnot. And those were the places you would hide uh, up underneath these trees that had been blown over. Uh, but but those, those root beds... Though that tree was a very strong tree, under certain circumstances, it would get blown over. There are too many Christians that are being blown over. There are too many that are allowing the circumstances and storms in life to topple the faith of the believer. And Paul was concerned about these, these believers. And God, of course, is the author. Paul was just the penman 
uh, but he was, he was writing, he was concerned that they as believers and they as a church would, would fall uh, and they would not stand up. And he wanted them to be able to come to the full assurance of the faith of God. He wanted them to have that, that, uh, that, full, uh, that full assurance there, that full understanding of the faith. You know, uh, we can be saved and not have a full assurance of our faith. Growth is a process, and growth takes time. And that growth and the time that it takes to grow, it's amazing how the circumstances in life and the pressures that we face, it can be used to destroy us, or it could be used to strengthen us. It's one or the other. And there are, there are so many that are allowing the situations and the storms of life to topple their faith. And this year, my, my goal as your pastor is just to help all of us be rooted. Be rooted to where we are we have got that foundation solid and stable in our own life. Because the storms are going to come. It's not, it's not if the storms are going to come. It's when the storms are going to come. And we are all going to face them. We'll face them differently. Some of them might be storms of culture that we are in in society. Some may be uh, storms of personal health. Some of those storms may be financial. Some of those storms may be uh, relational. There's storms coming in every one of our lives, but how we deal with that, the, the root system that we have in our faith, and how strong those roots are and how deep those roots are, are going to determine whether or not we get toppled. So here, when we look at this passage of Scripture, look again at verse number 7, our text. He says, rooted and built up in Him. So, uh, established in the faith as you have been taught, uh, abounding therein with thanksgiving. And so, in our theme, rooted and built, uh, we find that there are uh, two, those two words are two words that are dealing with two different, uh, two different, um, uh, two two different um, uh, systems. You have an agricultural term, and then you have an architectural term. So you have the rooted, which is ar- uh, which is agricultural, and then you have built up, which is architectural. And so there's two different systems here that the Lord is using, and he's used them in the same verse, uh, and I think they are, they are there. We know that they are there on purpose, and that's what I want to just speak to you on the subject tonight, rooted and built rooted and built. Father, I pray that you'd help us this evening, and Lord, uh, just meet with us. I pray that we would be challenged and strengthened in our faith. I pray that we would grow, uh, and Lord, that uh, we would be able to uh, endure the pressures and problems that life brings our way, and then, Lord, may we be uh, fruitful, and, and may you be able to use the life that you have given to us uh, for your honor and glory. And so I pray that you'd bless us now, please, for Christ. Christ's sake. 
Amen. So uh, we see, first of all, here that we are to be rooted. We are to be rooted. Uh, and the Lord uses agricultural terms throughout Scripture. There are many times where uh, He uses these terms to help identify the life of the believer. Uh, so let's look at a few of them. Uh, go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. And uh, the fourth gospel there, John chapter 15, look at verse number 4, we'll read down through verse 7, John chapter 15, John 15, and 4 through 7, John 15, the Bible says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So here we have the vine here, this agricultural term. The Lord is the vine. We are the branches, and and we have to be connected to him if we are going to bear fruit. Uh, And so uh, we see that agricultural application. Go to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. We'll read the first four verses there of Psalm 1. And the Lord uses another agricultural application here. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 4. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. And so in this passage, the Lord is looking at the, uh, the believer, and they are to be that tree. The unbeliever is as the chaff, um, the straw uh, from, the, uh, from the harvest, uh, from the wheat, if you would, the, uh, the chaff, the, uh, the, the stalk uh, that's going to be just blown away, unprofitable. And so uh, the Lord looked at us and, and he uses that, uh, that analogy that as a tree, we are to be growing uh, and that nurturing is, should, should be there and that prosperity comes uh, from us uh, being a follower of the Lord. So uh, look now at 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse number 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 6. We'll read down to verse number 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Parents are still looking. The kids have all got it. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It's funny that Brother David mentioned Matthew because during the, uh, the, the violin special, I was watching him and he did not crack a smile at all. And I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, his sister's up here playing and he was just like, 
I've already heard this. <laughs> I've heard this a thousand times. I uh, don't want to hear it again. Uh, but uh, All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse number 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudging, Lee or of necessity, for God loveth the cheerful giver, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. And and here we have another agricultural term, uh, the principles of sowing and reaping, and and the Lord here is applying that to our giving. But as a believer, we just see how how that agricultural uh, application is made over and over and over over again. And you know, as we looked at this being rooted and built, uh, there are differences in the different types of root systems. Can you flip that up there for me, Brother Josh? Uh, and if you look across the bottom there, uh, and starting from the left to the, uh, from the right to the left, uh, we have that tap root. And the tap root system is a root that is just going to go down deep. It's a major root, and there will be some roots that sprout off of that, uh, but that is is a taproot system. Uh, lateral roots will grow out of that larger, larger central root. Then the second one over there in the middle is the heart root. And it, it is uh, the roots that grow horizontally and vertically from the base. And that is the type of root system that the fir trees have. Uh, they are not really a deep root system. They're a very horizontal root system. They go along the surface and, and they don't go very deep. But then you get to a plate root. And a plate root system is a root system that grows out from the base, and, and as those root systems go out, there are sinkers uh, that they call, and that's what they call them, is sinker roots that then go down deep vertically down into the ground. And so the mage, that big tree there, uh, has that, uh, that image. And you know, uh, that's the strongest of the, of the root systems. Not only is it broad, but it is also deep. And, and the deeper the roots that we have and the, the broader the root system we have, the more ability we will have to be able to uh, withstand uh, the storms that, uh, that we face. But there's differences in root systems, but there's not just differences, uh, there are dangers. When you have a root system and you have a tree, there's dangers uh, that are going to come about to uh, create a problem with that tree. Go to that next slide. Uh, and one of the, uh, the, major, uh, the major dangers is the wind. It's the wind, the storms. You know, the, the wind is going to blow in our life. The winds blow. And those winds that are blowing, uh, the Bible talks about uh, being tossed about with every wind of doctrine, uh, just being moved all the time. And, and the pressures of life, they are, they are a wind. They are something that is going to push against us. And so you have the strong wind. That is a danger there. Uh, it, is, it is, and they say the greater the wind's intensity, the more likely the tree uh, is to fall. And so you see that 
that wind. But then you see the water, the saturated soil that is mentioned there. And, and when that, that ground gets saturated, then the soils get loosened, and then those roots have nothing to hang on to. And what do we find? We're sort of like that man that builds the house on the sand. There's no structure that's there, and those trees will go over. You know, uh, in, in the life of the believer... We are, we are being fed with the Word of God. And the Word of God uh, is, is that water, is that nourishing that God gives to us. Uh, it is that life flow that the water brings. Uh, and, and, and with that, a, a Christian that keeps getting water but doesn't do anything with the water, the ground's going to get saturated. If we're not using the water... It's not going to bring it's not going to bring more strength it's just going to undermine what we have the the importance of not just taking in but using what we get have you ever had a sponge and you had this sponge and you went to clean up a mess and that sponge just fills up and it gets saturated and, you know, that sponge, you can keep on uh, wiping around in that water, but it's, it's only going to take up so much. You know, if you are going to be able to use the water and you're going to be able to use that sponge, you've got to be able to take that sponge and you've got to be able to wring it out. The truths that we get, they're not just for us to hoard. It's not about us just getting more and more and more. It's about us getting something so now I can turn around and help somebody else with it. And, and if we don't, what we find is that a sponge that has taken in, it takes in enough to saturation, and then it's just going to soak, it's going to sour, and it's going to stink. You know what? A Christian that's not giving anything out, We're no good. That's why it's so important for us to get Sunday school going. You know why? It's not just because we need to have a Sunday school class. It's that you need to have a place to teach. You need to have a place to serve. You need to have a place to labor. Each and every one of us, we can't just be in the taking inside. Uh, being a spectator only works for so long. And I'm not saying that there isn't times to be on the sideline and taking a rest and getting, uh, getting things reestablished, but for the most part, uh, now we've had our rest. We've had our rest. Now, there's, now it's time to get, get going again. And so uh, this, uh, uh, the, the danger, that saturation point is a danger because now when the storms blow, uh, those roots are no longer grounded in a good, solid, stable soil, uh, and they're going to get tossed over. So there's danger there. There's danger in that canopy. Go to that next one, if you would. Uh, the top-heavy tree there, uh, it was showing there. Go ahead and go back. Uh, and so uh, that top-heavy tree, tree, uh, those strong winds, uh, and, and they say that if a tree is not pruned, it will have a tendency to be blown over. Why? Because there's so much resistance to the wind. And without that pruning, then there's, there's no way for that wind to go through. 
And so the, the pruning, uh, that, that top heavy, uh, the canopy there, when it's not pruned, it brings weight and resistance, uh, the wind resistance. Uh, and then you end up having uh, what they call widow makers and the branches start breaking and, and those branches are hanging. Have you, ever, have you ever been out in the forest and had a big branch, a widow maker falls? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, and you get out there and all of a sudden this big old huge uh, limb comes crashing down. Uh, it had been broke off uh, quite a while before, but it just took a little bit of a breeze or took a squirrel to run across that limb, and then it comes down, and anybody underneath that is in danger. And so uh, those witter makers, those uh, broken branches, they fall and injure anybody that's below. So the broken branches, the bitterness uh, that uh, happens uh, that uh, can injure other people. Uh, they say, go to that next slide there, Brother Josh. And uh, so that next slide there, uh, you look in the, above the root system, uh, there's pictures of, uh, of mushrooms. Now those mushrooms, they, they indicate that there are root problems going on below the surface. The fungus starts showing up. You know what? When there's problems in the roots, it's not going to be too long before people are going to start seeing that something's going on. Why? Because there's problems that are there. And you know, in our life, we have to reckon, God, God has used these agricultural terms. Uh, and, and with that, uh, the course of nature, it helps us to see th some things in our own life. Uh, and so we can see some dangers that are there. Uh, but not only is there dangers, there's some direction that we can get from uh, these agricultural uh, uh, things here that the Lord has showed. Uh, you see... Uh, uh, there's fruit uh, that we can have. Uh, Luke 6, 45, the Bible says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. There is fruit uh, that can come uh, from a life that is, that is uh, uh, following the Lord, that faithfulness, that fruitfulness. And that's what, that's what we need to have. We need to not just uh, be existing in the faith. Uh, we need to be faithful in our faith, but also we need to be fruitful in our faith. And, and that root system is what helps us to become uh, more fruitful. John 15, 2, the Bible says, Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth uh, fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. And the Lord wants to bring about fruit in our life. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us uh, to, to bring fruit to him. You know, uh, what a blessing it is to be able to try to bring fruit to the Lord. What a blessing it is to be able to see people get saved. Uh, yesterday, uh, I know of two individuals that got saved out soul winning yesterday. What a blessing that that is. And, uh, and you know, we go out and we, we uh, talk to people about the Lord and uh, share the good news of the gospel. Uh, God's still in the saving business, amen? And he still wants to save souls and he wants to use us to do it. He wants to use us to do it. He wants to use every one of us to do it. Not just some, all of us. He wants all of us to be fruitful. Uh, and so uh, it's a blessing. So when we are rooted, uh, that being rooted, it has to do with the system of 
faith, and, and it's going to bring fruitfulness. Uh, it's going to uh, bring feeding. It's going to provide uh, sustenance to others. You know, when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and we see this fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is not for the fruit tree. The fruit of the Spirit is for everybody that comes in contact with that fruit tree. It's for them to be able to enjoy those fruits. And we look at these fruits as though uh, they are some prize for us. But they're not, it's not about us at all. It's about us now having the opportunity to be a help and a blessing to those that God brings across our path. And you and I, we need to be fruitful for the Lord. Not just so we can say that I'm fruitful and that I'm checking that box. Uh, so we can be a help to those that the Lord wants us uh, to be a help to. To be to be able to minister to, to be able to encourage, to be able to help strengthen, uh, to help edify. And, and that's where every one of us, we need to be rooted, not just so we don't blow over, we need to be rooted so other people that are around us can come and be helped and to be strengthened uh, to those that are in our sphere of influence, uh, whether it's our friends or our family, uh, those that we uh, labor alongside in the Lord. Uh, there are people God brings across our path and you and I need to be rooted uh, so we can be a help to them but if we get blown over and our faith becomes a tragedy what good are we you know what we end up being sort of like that tree out in the out in the forest that's blown over if it's not cut up for firewood, it becomes a nurse log after a whole lot of years of decay. And I would hate my life just to be used after I'm dead and gone. I want to make a difference now. We've only got right now. What is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Uh, we've got to use the time that God has given to us. And, and that root system, it brings foundational strength, uh, but it's all below the surface. And what goes on below the surface in a person's life is what will later be revealed above ground. What's going on below the surface will eventually be revealed. If we're not real, it's going to come out. I was a youth pastor for a lot of years, and the teenagers, it was amazing. They had an innate ability to know who was real and who was not. You talk about a sixth sense, they could, they could look at a person and say, that person's not real. And it was amazing how many times they were right. They could put on the show. They could, they could uh, cause anybody else to, uh, to think that it was, they were uh, that, that good Christian. But the teenagers had that ability, that insight to be able to see that that, that individual wasn't real. And they also had the ability to see who was real. You know, in life, it doesn't matter really what anybody else thinks. 
But it does matter what God knows. And you and I, if we are going to be who we're supposed to be, there's got to be some roots. And we need to be rooted in our faith. Rooted. That foundational strength. Then we need to be built. Built is what's above the ground. Now all of a sudden we go from the agricultural to now the architectural. And now all of a sudden there is a, uh, a process of building. Rooted and built up. What are those next two words? In Him. In Him. It's not about being built up in us. It's about being built up in Him. Now, who is the Him? It said, uh, it's the one whom they had received. Uh, It's the one that they had uh, already trusted. Uh, Look again with me at uh, uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse number 6. Uh, Colossians 2 6 it said as ye therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk ye in him so so that being rooted in him is based on who they had received and now they are to be built up in him Uh, the one whom they had received it was Christ Uh, it was the one who had redeemed them it was the one who had reconciled them uh, to himself Uh, it's not about us and it's not about our reputation it's about him you know that's where our focus has to be it has to be on him if our focus is on us or our focus is on somebody else uh, we're not going to make it but the apostle paul here was trying to get these people that he was concerned about uh, they needed to be rooted and built but it had to be in the lord jesus christ their focus had to be in him so they needed to be built up uh, and that was referring to growth, to growing. Uh, J.C. Penney said this, Growth is never by mere chance. It is the result of forces working together. And, and you and I, we need to be built up. And, and the Lord wants us to be built up in Him. And a believer is either growing or declining. We're not going to stay s- stable. We're either moving forward or we're backsliding. How many times in the Old Testament do we see God calling Israel a backsliding, backsliding Israel? My people, they were backsliding. Uh, they had made some progress and then they, they would stop making that progress and they start to slide back. Sort of like we've done so far uh, this year with our uh, diets. So we're nine days into the year, and day one, we might have done okay. Day two, we might have done okay. Uh, By day nine, uh, man, I was enjoying Carlitos this afternoon. Uh, And so uh, what happens? You start sliding back, and uh, we're we're either moving in the right direction or we're sliding back. There's there's no in-between because we we are not stable. We're not as solid as we would like to think. So here, uh, we don't stay the same. Uh, We're in a race. If you're in a race and you're racing somebody else, you stop running, you're losing. You've got to stay after it. You You can't slow down. You can't, you can't back off. 
You've got to stay after it. You see, we're in a race, and we are in a battle, and we do have an enemy. He is a destroyer. He is a devourer, and he wants to, uh, to destroy our life. He's an imminent danger to each and every one of us. And a, and a believer who has built up in him has been edified, and that's what the word edify means, is to build up. And, and we have been built up. We have been edified. That has created some growth. Now, with that, uh, that gives us the opportunity to now help provide uh, new life to others, fruitfulness. It helps us now that we are built up. It's not so we can look around and look at ourselves and say, hey, look at me. No, it is now so we have the ability to turn around and help other people uh, to provide uh, new life, to, to provide shelter and protection from the weaker brethren uh, and to help them grow. They say that if you plant five trees together, uh, they will all be more likely to sustain to sustain any storm, but as opposed to having one or two uh, by themselves. Uh, but having that group collectively together, uh, it helps them uh, to be able to withstand the winds uh, and the storms. And so uh, it provides a place of protection. Uh, it uh, provides a place where we can gather and grow together. You know, especially around here in the summertime, you pull into a parking lot. I don't look for the closest spot. I look for the place that has a little bit of shade. I start keying. My, as soon as I come in, I start looking for a, for, a parking, for a parking spot that has a little bit of shade. My father-in-law, he parks as far away as he can. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I won't do that. But I will look for wherever that, uh, uh, that uh, shade is at. Because I want to I park somewhere where I'm not going to be in that, that heat there. And you know what? Uh, that shade, that tree provides shade. You know, you and I, if we are rooted and built, we are going to bring refreshment to other people. You know, there's, there's enough nonsense that's going on in the world around us. You know, Christians ought to gather together, and when we do, it should, it should just help bring some comfort from all the pressures of life, the storms that we face. We ought not be bringing more garbage, more storms, more struggles. There's enough of that out in the world. Day in and day out, you go into the workplace and you face it. You come around the believer. It ought to just be a place of refreshing a place where we can uh, be helped. Someone said this, growth is painful and change is painful, but nothing is more painful than being stuck where you should not be. You know, and as we are in this process of growth, it gets us out of some of those places. You get in a rut, it's easy to get into a rut. We've got to get out of a rut. And that's that uh, having that root, being rooted, and being uh, built up. May 2022 be a year of depth and growth in the life of our believers. 
May it be a, a, a year where uh, for each of us here at BBC that we are rooted and built up in Him. Uh, and the, root, the result of being rooted and built up is that we will be established in the faith. Established in the faith. Rooted and built as a child of God, as a Christian, and as a church, let's commit to being rooted and built. Now, that's a choice, not just a theme on the wall. It's a choice that we've got to embrace in our own personal life. And may that be the case in every one of us. And let's see what God can do in 2022. Father, I pray that you'd help us. Thank you for your goodness to us. I pray that, uh, Lord, you would just be honored in the lives of each person here. And, uh, Lord, as we uh, are, are endeavoring to serve you and you have placed us here during this time and for such a time as this, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to be rooted. Help us to be built up in you. And, Lord, may you use us uh, to bring great glory and honor to yourself. And so I pray that you'd help us uh, collectively, individually, corporately as a church. Help all of us, Lord, to be rooted and built up in you. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.